All right. Uh, good morning. Sorry about that little sound issue, you guys. So, how do we know God loves us, right? Of course, the church answer is, and as we heard Ollie tell us in the kids' video, God gave us Jesus, right? Kids have such an unquestioning faith that it's, it's just that simple. But as we grow older and maybe a little wiser, and also maybe we grow a little more skeptical, we have questions, right? So today we're going to explore that more through digging through the first branch of uh, our Christmas family tree uh, series by digging deeper into Mary's story. And by considering, my hook fell off. All the things. I'm just going to put this right here, you guys. <laughs> and then I'm going to sit down. <laughs> uh, so we're going to dig deeper into Mary's story today. And we're also going to consider what does that look like in each one of our lives. So today we're going to be, um, we're going to be reading in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. And to start us off, I just invite you to read verses 26 to 29 with me. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Wow. Well, I guess that's fair, right? Mary was troubled and confused. And I think there's a little bit of feedback going on there. Mary was troubled and confused. And aren't we all that way sometimes? I mean, it's okay to bring our doubts to God. Right? God has a had a message for Mary. She was favored by God. And so you might think that's not an issue with you, Pastor Rick, but for me, it is. Well, let me give you a little condensed background history. For me, there was a time 20 years ago that I too was troubled and confused. I was really quite new in my walk with the church we were attending at, and it was and the church was, attend, was talking about committing to a relationship with God. I was thinking with my personal past, with my family, many failures, and the places that I had been and the things that I had done with the serving in the military, I was just not worthy of God's love. Cool thing. But God sent me a messenger. There's a guy named Chris Bowles. He was a retired Army vet, a fellow soft guy, he flew the Little Birds, the small light attack helicopters in Vietnam. He had been cultivating a relationship with me for that reason, with me, but for that some reason, I was just not picking up on that. And one night, he and his wife showed up at our door at the, to the house down in Tampa. Um, they brought some homemade biscotti, and he had a message for me. He told me that God had chosen me. Hmm. Yeah. But... I, you know, when I expressed my doubts and fears, Chris's response was straight, that he never felt worthy or accepted either. And then he came to realize God is not interested in our failures and our shortcomings. 
He only desires a closer relationship with us to help us step into what he has planned for us. So my question to you guys, <laughs> what message has God brought you? Right? It starts with God has chosen you. And then it, and it just grows from there. So is there something in God's message that has you troubled or confused? And that's okay, right? So we're going to continue reading in verses 30 through 34 to see or to hear what the angel Gabriel had to say to Mary. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Wow. How's this going to work, right? That brings me to the next point. It's okay to have questions, right? It's okay to doubt, have doubts, but it's also okay to ask questions of God. For me, transitioning from working full-time in D.C. to a part-time job to help me focus more on ministry and bridge church, I had a lot of questions. I mean, questions like, how am I supposed to be able to provide, continue providing for my family? When is this supposed to happen? What is this going to look like? But you know, that was a year ago, November, God made it very clear you guys helped pray me through all of that, right? But that's a past example. So here's one in real time, right? How is it that I am worthy enough to bring this message to you guys? So what is your, how is this going to work? Is it, is it in my marriage? <laughs> is it relationship with my kids or my friends or my coworkers? Or maybe, just maybe, God is calling you to a new place or thing. And you know what? Whatever that is, God is faithful to answer. In Isaiah 30, 21, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. So you know, Mary asked how, will this, how this will be. And in verses 35 to 37, Gabriel encouraged her. And he reminded her of God's faithfulness by giving specifics. I mean, he talked to her about how the Holy Spirit was going to come on to her. He told her that her relative, Elizabeth, was going to give birth to John. So I want to be sure we all hear and know this. It's okay to have questions. Because guess what? Mary, the mother of Jesus, did. She had questions. We just need to bring those questions to God in prayer, in conversation with our church family, in our bridge builders groups, and to the Chris Bowles in our lives. Because the word of God will always come through for us. God is faithful to answer us. And so the angel doesn't just give Mary the how, Right? He reminds her of one of God's promises to us. So if we could all read verse 37 together. 
for no word from God will ever fail. I want to remind us um, that God loves us with a couple of other uh, scripture, scripture verses. One from uh, Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And then in John 3, 16 and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So I'm just going to take a minute and pause and let that soak in. You see, God was faithful to send a message to Mary. He was faithful to answer her questions, to reassure her in her doubts, to remind her of his miracles. And now there's a choice for Mary. So how will Mary respond? Let's read verse 38. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So Mary chose to submit to the message and embrace the gift that God was going to send. She submitted by saying, I am the Lord's servant. And she embraced the word by saying, may may your word be fulfilled. Fulfilled, may it happen fully according to your plan, to to God's plan. For me, um, (laughs) submitting is pretty easy. And I eventually get to the embrace. But there's like this period of time where there's a pause and some wrestling that happens. And so, you know, the length of the pause or the wrestle between submit and embrace It varies with each of us, but that's okay. That's okay, right? How long? So my question, how long is your wrestle with God before you submit, before you can embrace? Because this is an important step, right? Don't skip the embrace, the may it be fulfilled in my life. Because living in submission without embracing is like living in the security of religion without the life-giving joy of real, true relationship. So what is the message God has been bringing to you? Have you submitted to it? Are you embracing it, living in it fully? Or are you stuck in a pause? So the question Poppy asked Ollie, how do we know God loves us? I have a final word from, um, from Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1, verse, uh, verses 3 through 6 in the message. It says, How blessed is God, and what a blessing He is. He's the Father of our Master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in Him. Long before He laid down earth's foundations, He had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of His love, to be made whole and holy, by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. 
What a pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift-giving by the hand of his beloved son. So, as we begin this series on the family tree, in Jesus' lineage, Mary, simple, ordinary young girl, may have been very unexpected. She may have been a very unexpected branch, but she was highly she was accepted and highly favored by God. And I need you to hear this. Each of us is accepted and highly favored by God. It's not based on us, regardless of our past, regardless of our family history, or the junk we bring. God has chosen us, and he favors us highly. So, I was thinking one last A word for Poppy. We are accepted. Jesus has accepted us. The question now, will we accept and embrace God's gift of Jesus? Mary, would you come and pray for us, please? (laughs) You thought I'd forget. (laughs) That's a good word. Accepted. Okay, there we go. We're good now. It's all good. Lord, we just thank you. Hmm. Father, we just thank you that you sent Jesus. To pay the ultimate price that we couldn't pay for ourselves. We thank you that you accept us just how we are in the midst of our mess and stuff. I thank you that we get to choose. We get to choose whether we are going to stay where we are or follow the path that you have for us. Thank you for pulling us out of the muck and the mire. Thank you for putting our feet on solid ground. Thank you for giving us a new song. So Lord, as the message came forth today, I just asked that we would be excited for the gift, that we would be filled with your peace. And that we would accept your gift, that we will be reminded of our salvation, that you would restore the joy of our salvation. That in this season, as hearts are open and willing to listen, that we will be your hands and your feet in a picture of your love. Lord, that you would calm the anxiety of so much that is happening during this season and that we would hear your voice above all others. We thank you for a time to come together. We thank you that we get to celebrate you. We thank you that the whole world pauses to celebrate you during this season. So Lord, as we go out today, would you allow our light to shine? That as you've created us to be peculiar people that It would draw people to you. 
Lord, we love you so much, and we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.